0: The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app.
1: Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, And the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody! Welcome to the podcast. My guest is the absolute master of detente and the sound effects sniper on the Adam Carolla podcast, Brian Bishop. Brian, how are you doing? I'm good, Jet. How are you? Hang on. Wait a second. First, the Waterhouse update brought to you by three guys from Italy Restaurant. Why do you got to know their names? What's it to you anyways? You like the food? Shut up and eat. March Madness. Vegas bookies losing cash like a Trump lawyer. Loyola of Chicago hasn't been to the Sweet 16 since back when gluten didn't kill you. Number one Virginia fell apart faster than a vegan cookie. Beaten by University of Maryland, Baltimore County... When you lose to a college with the word county in its name, switch to choir competitions. Nevada on a comeback more improbable than scritty Politi. Syracuse gives Jim Bayheim a victory in his 103rd season coaching. Seriously, he's the Christopher Plummer of college hoops. That wrap-up brought to you by Pearls Before Swine, the black-tie all-pork restaurant. NBA Rockets, James Harden in the lead for most valuable player. Weirdly, the guy who grooms his beard is third NFL draft New York Jets constantly trade for the third pick they gave up three second round picks, plus a craft brewery in Park Slope, Brooklyn. And finally, golf! Rory McElroy wins the Bay Hill Classic. I don't want to say he's scary looking, but his hometown is Leave Me Alone, Ireland. And that's the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Melt Buckle. Change the style of your belt buckle overnight with Melt Buckle. Smelting mitts not included. Now it's talk time! Brian Bishop. Let's deal with the elephant in the room. You had a tumor almost killed you. I rub a towel over a scab the wrong way. I'm out 3 months. Where did you get the stones to fight the big C? Well,
0: you don't have much of a choice, Chad. You know, you gotta, I suppose. as the show says, you got to play with pain. You know, you have no choice but to really kind of go <laughs> for charge forward, right? Charge forward, you got to go. Yeah, so I uh, didn't have much choice. I had a, uh, my God, I was engaged at the time, so I had a soon-to-be wife, and uh, there was no choice but to trudge forward, you know, march forward and put your faith in the people you, you hire to take care of you, the doctors, the medical professionals, the people who take care of you on the personal side, you know, the wife and the family, and it all it all worked out, thankfully.
1: Did you shop for docs?
0: Ah, uh, kind of, you know what I kind of did. We uh yeah, we, we, you really do you have to shop around. We uh we initially and we started with a doctor who was recommended by a, by a family friend who was a surgeon. He was like, "Oh, this doctor deals with this." So we went to him. Wasn't a good fit, let's just say, to be polite, and uh, we ended up with uh, a world-class facility uh, over at Cedar Sinai uh, Hospital. So, um, very happy to be. I've been with them since, you know, since uh, God nine nine plus years. Wow, yeah,
1: that's longer than most rock bands. Seriously, that's and I, <laughs> the odds were even longer against me. <laughs> now I had the small C. I had crotch rot. Okay. A lot of people don't
0: know that. Well, you're, a, you're a survivor.
1: I am a survivor. I'm a small C survivor. You can cure that uh, with that ayahuasca stuff. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't ingest it. I baby. was going to
0: say, do you ingest it or is it no. a topical topical solution?
1: Slap it right on your ball sack and see what happens. New York Times bestseller about fighting the big C.
0: Yeah. The book is uh, Shrinkage, and uh, thank you for mentioning it. It's uh, it's awesome that people still come up to me and say, oh, I, I got this recently when my dad went through something or my brother or whoever. And it's it's given a lot of people uh, support and help. So it's a very incredibly fulfilling.
1: Now, what are the requirements for getting on the New York Times bestsellers? Because I got a kid's book. It's about talking spaghetti. You mm-hmm. Start shopping it soon.
0: Okay, you can fill me in. Well, I can I can put you in touch with some people, but uh, I don't have a formula. I was fortunate enough that our audience and people uh, responded to the book and uh, put it on the bestseller list. But you know, there's there's not just one list. There's a few lists. There's like um, self help. You know, there's biography. There's uh, fiction. Wow, there's, so they divvy it up. Yeah, they do. There's uh, there's it's cooking. Like, cooking is a list. Wow. Can we do cooking with Chet? Maybe as a, as an oh, angle. I'd
1: love that. Cook with pain. It's kind like, <laughs> of no, yeah. Don't yeah cook, cook with pain. pain. Now cook you with might. Pain. <laughs> Who knows. I do. Man, the- you get splattered by some hot olive oil.
0: Yeah, leave the oven glove at home. Yeah, Cook with pain. You, you
1: got to gut it up. You're going to wind up at Cedars whether you like it That's or right. not. I like the fact that they have different lists. It's kind of like the physically unable to perform list. Yeah, the thirty-day disabled list. It's right. like baseball.
0: Well, it's it's like uh, it's like college uh, college hoop or college football. You know, they don't put you all in the same division. You know, they got right. division one, division two, depending on the size of the school thing. They like that. divvy it up precisely.
1: That analysis brought to you by Porn on the Cab, Iowa's number one adult store. Thirty-nine years old in tennis, you're dead. Your career's over. Football, you're probably a place kicker, mm-hmm. maybe a punter, but in mm-hmm. cavity. You're just winding up into the heat years, baby. This is glorious. I'm
0: finally ready to settle in and yeah. really assume my role as, <laughs> as a top notch podcast sidekick.
1: You found a hook.
0: That's right. Have you ever done stand up or improv? never done stand up um, i'm a big fan of stand up i respect far too much the people who do it and do it it's as as uh, believe me i know many you know, of them yeah, you know you know plenty of i <laughs> uh, know them the 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 commitment you have to make the life commitment to be a stand up the the hours the weeks uh, the, the days per week you have to put in just hitting different clubs every night you know five nights a week minimum to develop just, the, just to get comfortable on stage That's you know, true. i i could never i could never commit that kind of uh, effort but i do i do a fair amount of improv and i do love that as well um and I, I try to do drop-ins around town when i can it's really a lot of fun i really look forward to that
1: what's your favorite uh, part of the improv you like to play the games well, i got no, the games know, I, run the, me through a game the games are yeah, fun. the games did, are I see fun it too, and i enjoy it run it's, me through a game. okay
0: the game, here's a game here's a, an improv is a, a challenging game oh brother uh, gonna we're, gonna, play improv. Ch- 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 we're gonna play the question game okay everything we say to each other is going to be a question all right we're gonna have to keep the conversation going uh-huh do you know what i'm saying uh, oh well, this is actually that's oh a bad, bad start. Right. No, star. no, we're in it. We're no, in it already. Hang the bad, bad start. The good gobbling go- uh, the ball. Let I, me recover this fumble. I should start off a little better than that because you want to give something you can jump off of. Like so, that. is it
1: question to question? I've yeah, already got. We're questions. going
0: back and forth, and all we're going to do is ask questions, but it's going to be a conversation. This yeah. is. Let
1: me tell you, it's like it? two Italian guys arguing. <laughs> That's what it is. That's all it is. Hey, you done with that? What do you mean by that? There you go. It's like that, except it winds up in a fist fight, (laughs) and then uh, one of those clam knives comes out and somebody's dead. Okay, no clam knife.
0: I will start off with a a better question. A better question will lead to some conversation. So uh, where uh, where were you last night?
1: Uh, You know what? I was uh, at a club, and uh, you should have—why didn't you join me there? (laughs) Is it something like that? <laughs>
0: no, like, that works. He Is that the work? Did I
1: have yeah. too much setup? You I had too much setup. I should have gone right for the question.
0: Why were you at the club? Why were not you at the restaurant? We said we were going to meet.
1: Well, what difference would that make to you? <laughs> See, I'm telling you. The difference is that The already. difference is that it was a
0: double date, and I'm sitting there with Karen and Joan, and uh, Joan's like, hey, "Where's Chet?
1: I'm going to leave the uh,
0: I'm going to leave the improv to the professionals. <laughs> okay, we did pretty good. That was a little volley. That's like a little tennis. Not volley. bad. Yeah, that
1: was that was like a beginner's volley. That's right. Uh, and uh, and you're right. See, that takes giving. Stand ups revert back in and get in touch with their inner narcissist, which is why it doesn't work. To, which is why, quite frankly, a lot of stand ups don't make good actors. Oh, interesting. Guy? Yeah, because ah. they have to listen.
0: Have you ever seen The Informant? The is they got to listen. The Matt Damon movie, The Informant. You ever seen that? I did. So it's it's populated with comedians. It's, yes, uh, and they,
1: but, but jo- they were handpicked by uh, uh, Soderbergh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It
0: was funny. I, I remember watching that movie, and it's not, a, it's not a very funny comedy. It's sort of dark comedy, but I'm watching it. I'm like, there's like a dozen comedians in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Tom funny. Papa
1: did a great job on right. that. That plug brought to you by Sticklers.com, the anal retentive dating site. Your sport and why. What do you like?
0: Ooh, boy. Uh, I guess...
1: You play anything, and believe me, now I've been watching the Winter Olympics, so baby, anything goes now. The That's peak ridiculous.
0: The peak of my athletic career was 12 years old. I was a... Above average little league player, so I fell in love with baseball first, and I was actually okay. I did make the all star team, but it was quickly downhill. Once I started throwing curveballs, it was all downhill.
1: Really, you know, hit
0: the Well, I had bad eyes, and I wasn't. I didn't have glasses at the time. I, I, just, I couldn't see the ball.
1: She had a bad eyes. When it came straight, it was
0: fine. I could just you know, I could see a big white thing coming at me.
1: When they served up the high cheese, yeah. When bat I, off the shoulder bang, double of the depth. When, when
0: I had to watch the uh, when I had to watch the, the the laces turn, you know what I mean? The stitches. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. helpless.
1: Hypnotizing.
0: Um, but uh, you know, I I I have uh season tickets for uh the usc trojans football and i'm a big college football fan and i, I like love the college the, football. i love the energy i, I i'm often a football fan to recognize that the level of play and the sophistication of the game is better in the pros that said i like the atmosphere and the energy and the the, the whole the whole gestalt of the college thing so given the choice i'll choose college football but uh i got i got room by plate for pro, for pro football as well
1: i got a Six pack of Gestalt in my fridge right now. <laughs> you got to get to that. It goes bad. That is a top notch German beer. Hate to bring up a sore subject. We're talking about college football. But University of Wisconsin Badgers took USC to the mat a couple of years ago in that bowl game, and that one kid had three sacks right in a row. Where he had that oh, jeez.
0: Three yeah, well, sacks
1: Sitchy, they call him, Jack Sitchy. A,
0: a lot of teams, this is a good topic for you some days, most painful losses you've ever witnessed as a sports fan. That doesn't come anywhere near the top ten for me. There, there are many, many more painful days, losses. Let's
1: tackle it right now. What is your most painful USC loss?
0: Oh, geez. Uh, the easy one that comes to mind is, you know of course, the Rose Bowl against Vince Young in Texas. That's an iconic, you know, heartbreaking loss. You know?
1: Probably the, uh, the apex of Vince Young's career. Oh, uh, it was po- hot
0: game. Possibly, it was life. Uh, we'll find out when all said and done. But uh, that, might, <laughs> yeah, be that <laughs> might be
1: as good as it got. It might be his actual life apex. Uh,
0: that's 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 in the top five. Uh, USC lost to UCLA at. The Rose Bowl, I think a year or two later, thirteen to nine, and they would have gone to the national championship, and they would have won because they would have played a very weak Ohio State team. But uh, that was a loss late in the season, and it was crushing. I was there; I witnessed the game. I couldn't believe we lost thirteen to nine. That was that was actually a more crushing loss. for me. How do you
1: handle a bad loss? What do you do personally as a human being?
0: Oh man! I mean, a, I go
1: into a soundproof booth and cry for about three months.
0: Uh, I, I this exact same thing for me, only replace soundproof booth with a bar and crying with drinking, and I do the exact same. So exact you're a people. Person. I'm sorry. I, like to, I like to communally drown my sorrows. That's right.
1: <laughs> that interesting tidbit brought to you by, damn it, the world's most frustrating board game. Now, uh, worst time you ever you were in the hallowed studio of uh, Mr. Adam Carolla. As we speak, mm-hmm. you've worked with him for uh, well over a decade. That's right. Uh, give me the worst time and the best time in the- this room. Worst time you stepped on him. Oh, geez. He just walked into something. Has anything stick out where he just gave you the glare? And you said to yourself, oh, brother, I'm going on the waiver wire. I,
0: I, I, I do. I don't know why this stands out in my mind. He was, uh, he was complaining about airline food or, or, or what the meal selection was. And I, he was going a different direction, but I thought he was complaining about the meal. And the meal sounded pretty good to me. And I was like, I don't know. It sounds pretty good. He just gave me this look. And I was like, I don't think it's the direction he was going. <laughs> so, but everyone said, I, I drew like, the line in the sand I on airline food. No one does that. I do like to think From that. From a family of
1: nine, a world of courage, Brian <laughs>
0: More often than not, I feel like we're on the same page, so it's nice that those stick out when when they're rare. But uh... what's
1: the best score? You remember one? Best score? Yeah, comedically. When you thought, man, oh man, I I got that curve right over the corner of the plate.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know if you I don't know if you notice this, Chet, when you're doing podcasting. When you're when you're in the moment, right? You're not there, there's two kind there's two sides to your brain. There's in the moment brain and there's memory making brain. And you can't really be in both. You gotta be, you know, I'm I'm we're that playing the question. We're playing the question game or I I'm, can barely be in one. See, exactly. So we're either playing the question game or we're trying to remember what the best question I said was. So I rarely it's funny, I'll drive home and I'll call my Wife Christy and all like, oh, show's over. She goes, oh, did you say anything funny? I'm like, I have no idea. I, I remember, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Someone you're
1: in the moment, yeah. Because
0: I'm, I'm literally just trying, not trying to keep up, but I'm trying to think ahead. You know what I mean? To the next, yeah. the next. I'm uh,
1: generally in the not screw it up brain.
0: I, b- believe me believe Boston me been there anyway. I will say though one t- I do remember one joke that I thought was very funny that I got stepped on a little bit so I don't think it landed as well as it should have but Dave Damashek, another sports fellow was in here Big t! He, was, uh, ask- t he was asking everyone what he was, he was doing his James Lipton questions, right? You see, he was, he was like inside the actor's studio. What profession would you not like to try? And he's going around the room and he goes, Brian, how about you? What profession would you not like to try? And I, I said something to the effect of, I don't know, Dave, you're making podcasting look pretty hard.
1: There you go. That's a good dig. That's a good dig. That's an alley jab. But it
0: was just a damashek staggered
1: like... into the ropes. <laughs> That's great. That was good. That brought to you by Fertilitinis, the testosterone-boosting martini olive. It's from Italy. Now, listen.
0: drank plenty of fertility, after that USC loss. <laughs> oh, that's 20. how you so do it. And then we had a baby. That's <laughs> how you the wound. Well, uh, yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll take your mind off a lot. It'll hey,
1: that probably worked. Mm. That's a good time to go uh, uh, make love to your special person.
0: That's a really good one. Right work. after
1: a hard loss, because your mind is on that yeah, loss, baby. Yeah, you want to get that frustration out. You could last 15, 20 minutes that
0: way. <laughs> I'm not trying to set a world record here, Chet. <laughs>
1: You know they often call the Kentucky Derby the fastest 2 minutes in sports but that's what they call me making love. Nice. The fastest 2 minutes in sport. sports. Now listen uh you are clearly a geek and uh you kind of you you've kind of embraced mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. geekdom. That's right. So,
0: I geek out about certain things, it's yeah, true.
1: which is amazing to me. And, and and one of the most recognizable geeks, certainly in podcasting, if not the world. I got you here, so brother, let's go. I'm going for the geek
0: questions. We're gonna pop quiz you.
1: Be it now, yeah. Oh, no. Okay, well, I don't Be get a to geek, myself. <laughs> being right. a geek. Na- nature or nurture? It, 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 uh, did geekdom just come to you?
0: That's a great question. Thank you. I no th- one
1: has ever said
0: that. I'm gonna say it's 75, 25. Na- nurture n- nature oh no nature nature because my parents are not geeks and they didn't uh, su- prescri- subscribe to a lot of the you know geeky things but they themselves can geek out about things you know the, the, what the, do your
1: parents geek out about
0: mm, my, da- my dad loves the Golden State Warriors I mean you know I'm a Warriors fan because I'm from the Bay Area but right. he he went to the he went to all of the finals games in the 70s when Rick Barry was on the Holy team and they smokes. won he, he had the whole postseason you know ticket package is that
1: Don Nelson or pre-Don Nelson that's pre-Don Nelson on Nelson. That That'll was Rick Barry. Be
0: it was Al Adels. And uh, uh, I think it was a young Thurman's Keith Wilkes. and, yeah, and Nate the Furman's right. Jamal Wilkes, a young Keith Wilkes. Um. So that was a great team, and he went to all the... that. Was back when the tickets were twenty dollars a game. I mean, that's you know, he'll he'll and do those it. were for great seats. That he probably he, like he, he said he had great yeah, seats. Yeah,
1: people had flash their cleavage for so he'll, bucks back then. he'll geek the out. I didn't
0: ask him what he did for the he, he'll geek out for us for some stuff, and that's my mom. But in terms of you know transformers and all that nonsense, that's that's you know that's a product of my generation. That's and, out, uh, now. Yeah. Do
1: you have standards for being a geek? In other words, because uh, hmm. now it's like fashionable. It's hipster to be a geek. Oh sure, as a real geek, sure. You look at. Any geeks and go, that's a fake right there. That's a fake geek. Not a
0: fake, but I do I do com- com- you know absurdly hold myself to a higher geek standard. Like I look down on people who are into comic books. I'm like, wow, that guy's a real nerd. Meanwhile, like you know, I I collected baseball cards for twenty years. Like i, I hold I hold myself to some ridiculous standard that no that no one else should hold himself to So you're to.
1: hard on yourself is what you say. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Difference between geek and nerd?
0: Oh, good question. Another good question, Chad. Holy you're smokes. firing him off I'm today, man. Like
1: crazy i'm dropping them into the gap
0: a nerd is always a nerd and and can't help it and is painfully a nerd whereas a geek is someone who will geek out about something like if you get way too excited ah, so about it's like an attack. yeah if you get way too excited about the olympics or way too excited about the oscars you know if you geek out over something that makes you a geek and we all can be a geek over things but a nerd is a a nerd's a nerd
1: nerd's a nerd for Dyes life in the
0: wool. that's right you are yeah exactly for your life you are you are who you
1: geekdom are. comes in just uh, you know just kind of Comes out of your yeah, gut. Yeah, and
0: some people do it, you know, overdo it. Like it?
1: an attack? Are we in your way?
0: Oh, uh, no, bro. Okay.
1: There's a guy I just walked in. There had a guy walk in my podcast. I'm loving it.
0: Well, yeah, we got a special guest. <laughs> you yeah, know, it does. It does come on like an attack. I can say, no, some, people, jo- I can say some people. Some people can give into the. What?
1: I don't want to. I don't want to let that poor guy not do his job. I was no, going to
0: say. if he got something more important. Yeah, than
1: he's him. got something. You know, they believe me. I don't
0: I know that guy. He's not important. <laughs> <laughs> Geeks, can, you know, they can they can give in too easily. I think, can be he, too just, much. I
1: think he just geeked up. <laughs> he may just geeked over little
0: my car for <laughs> that saying that. That guy is so
1: geeked on He's his running. job. He just walked in and started shoveling papers. Right? I didn't think he knew what was going on. The
0: over-under for the word geek in this episode was at 17 and a half. Seven. We have blown I it out, out of the water. It. We've blown it out of the water. So do
1: you feel it like coming up in you? Is it like an attack? Is it like me around Italian food where you just you can't resist? You just have to do it? That thing comes up, whatever that thing is for you. Mm-hmm. Bang comes yeah, out. Yeah, I would
0: say so. That's a good way to put it. You feel it coming on like acid reflux. Uh, you, uh, you, 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 <laughs> the geek you, flux. You, you get excited about something, and then it's like, ooh, this is more excited than I should be about this. I'm a 39 year old man. I should be bringing it thing.
1: in. Was there a time where you embarrassed? You were embarrassed by that line, <laughs> and then other times where you said. Forget that. I'm just walking right over that line. There was
0: yeah, there was one time. It was uh between age six and thirty-nine was that one time was one I was embarrassed by how much. No, that's a bit of a stretch. And- <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's guys in prison for murder who haven't done that long.
0: I know, do an extended stretch. All right,
1: brother, now old man, oh, boy. you're gonna love this. It's time for the Fiery Four the Fire! Brother, these takes are hotter than a Tesla showroom in Pacific Palisades. Brian Bishop with me. Fire number one. The movie business. Seems to be either superhero franchises or precious coming-of-age movies with a 27-year-old actress playing a 16-year-old. Why? Uh Nothing in between.
0: Ooh, I'm, the money is, you know, it's, it makes more sense for a studio to either spend $200 million or to spend two million billion. There's no in between because it's too big of a risk. If you're spending a little amount of money, you're probably going to make it back. If you spend a huge amount of money, you're probably going to make it back because the promotions and you're getting McDonald's and you're getting Lexus. You know what I mean? Like the money's coming in no matter what. So the risk seems to be less whether it, at, the, at the opposite ends of the spectrum, the $2 million range and the $200 million range.
1: Should we just start making all our own movies? We're doing it anyway. Kids are running around with their uh, phones just yeah. recording. Everything. And now that
0: there's all these outlets, you know, Netflix is premiering movies on the same day it comes out in theaters. and it's, uh, it's a wide-open world, chat.
1: That is crazy. And uh, I am uh, closed off in an outhouse. And unfortunately, uh, you know, it smells in there, but I'm comfortable. Fire number two. Can soccer overtake football
0: as America's game? I'm going to take the very uh, co- uh, um, uh, what is it? Oh, we got time. I'm going to let you find this one. I'm going to take the very own. contrarian top uh, uh, See, point I of was, view I here. I would have said checkers. Yeah, it started with a that's C, right. And you you were, that's nothing. the first one that came to mind. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm going to take the very chess point of view and say that yes, soccer will someday overtake football. You, let's not forget that a hundred years ago, eighty years ago, the biggest sports in the United States were boxing and horse racing. And they are fringe sports to a certain extent today. Pretty so, much things change. Let's not pretend. Although that- horse boxing. Horse boxing would Huge. be would be. Hey, listen. Can we, can we delay catcher. this episode till we can uh, register that as an official. Because that is <laughs> horse boxing. Horse boxing. I think Dana White's all over. There so let's already. not pretend that uh, you know the NFL is going on forever. Especially with all the head- California is yeah. trying to pass laws to make it harder for kids to play football. Football will be a regional sport within a decade or or fifteen years. And by then, you're already cutting into the talent pool. And you're, what's going to happen? Uh, California is the along with Texas and Florida are the biggest. Pro, uh, you know. Uh, um, uh, sources of football talent. So what happens when one of those goes away, you know, or one of those dries up a little bit? It's just going to become a regional sport, and it's just going to dwindle a little
1: bit. And, hey, uh, Kim song could take California out of the ballgame. Exactly. Fire number 3! Who would you rather accidentally rear-end, Adam Carolla or Bill Belichick?
0: Like, in a car?
1: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, not at the bar. <laughs> yeah, in a,
0: in a set of wheels. Well, Carolla would be much more forgiving Especially because it was me. Actually, maybe less because it was me. I that Belichick. Because Same tougher
1: questions than may, you thought.
0: Maybe I could, I could I could convince Belichick that he was at fault. Maybe say, "Oh, you got a tail light out." You and,
1: think you could talk Bill Belichick into
0: something? He has deeper man, pockets. Sto- well, he's he's got more seat. money. He's got more money.
1: You got stones. You beat the big i I'm seat. going with Belichick. You <laughs> might have a shot at convincing Bill Belichick he was in the wrong. i will grab my head and say,
0: ow, my tumor. <laughs>
1: this is your guy who's secretly taping himself. Fire number four. If you could do away with one sport, what would it be?
0: Oh, do away with? Oh, yeah, bro. just eliminated
1: from the planet.
0: Oh, man. Uh... Okay, now let's think logically. What, yeah, what, let's, what sport, uh, oh, this is your
1: improv skill. Yeah, what sport causes Coming the most play.
0: damage?
1: Oh, you're going to go safety?
0: No, I'm just trying to... just gut level? Okay. I, I don't...
1: I, uh. What don't you like?
0: Okay, uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, golf. Golf because uh, it it uh, it abuses our natural resources the most. Oh, we use so much water to keep those golf courses wow. green. I'm going to say golf. Wow. I'm going to say man. golf is hurting the hurting the uh, the earth.
1: Okay. What about this? Uh-huh. If I may, please. Perhaps we can save golf by allowing them to play golf mm-hmm. using the same land on which we have cemeteries.
0: That is it, Chet. And hey.
1: Man, you Between get a and that, that's going 200 yards. Boom, off a headstone. He gets another 70 yards That's right. That
0: Between that and horse boxing, you are on. You, you, I know this, is a, I'm telling this you. is a comedy podcast, but man, you are hitting on all <laughs> cylinders, my
1: friends. He dropped it right into the cup at the mausoleum. Something like that. That could work. Well, that's the Fiery Four, and that's brought to you by Burlap Skimpy Lingerie. The less there is, the less it is for her lap. Try burlap now uh, after this whole Winter Olympics thing. Man, mm. I'm telling you, I, I feel like we need more sports in the Winter Olympics. I'm not enjoying uh, some of the stuff they're doing. Yeah, I'm the thinking.
0: ice dancing, maybe it can go. Yeah, I could or, go I mean, uh,
1: icicle uh, archery, I believe. Oh, now replace we're talking. Some of that, uh, uh, some of that uh, stuff. Because
0: icicle you, archery? Like actually shoot the icicles? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And you can control uh, the form of the ice. Uh, you could, but it's got to be from your gut. Yeah, you
0: gotta you gotta break off your own stalactites, yes. or whatever it is. You know, yes, what I mean? you, absolutely. Yeah, I don't they don't, don't provide that them that for you. Yeah, you gotta get a, your own.
1: I'm pretty sure that's yeah. a cave term, stalactites. I'm yeah. not sure, but uh, but yeah, I would do that. And then you have to make your bow from uh, like pine saplings. Right this is in front great. Of
0: the judges. I, this is part of the competition. Obviously, you yeah, can't, absolutely. You, you show up with no equipment. You show up naked. And you have to oh you have to you have to, you have to skin uh, you have to skin some pelt you know what I mean you got to clothe yourself
1: Man, I'm not a, I'm not the kind of guy who'd naturally go towards nakedity but uh, that might be the uh, that might be uh, nakedity could work in there what other let's see what other uh, winter you know curling I still think has a chance mm. to pop through
0: do you think so yes it seems very silly
1: no I like curling okay yeah uh, curling you know be, uh, because uh uh with
0: the brooms right
1: yeah but hey it takes a lot of skill and it's kind of like bowling on ice and you can drink and eat pizza at the same time very in common with bowling i like that i like bowling this is a real commercial Hey, guys, time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week betting at MyBookie. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect time to get in on the action. The madness of March is here. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at MyBookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of getting a runaround when you ask for your payout? Come join MyBookie today. I'd only recommend a service that's been good to me and my listeners. That's why I urge you to make your way to MyBookie. You win. And they pay fast and without any hassles. You're wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place a bet after tip-off. Join now, and my bookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. That's like 50% more than you bet. You can even enter for a chance to win their million-dollar bracket challenge. Use promo code CHET to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That was a real
0: commercial. Oh, Chet. Pop what? quiz.
1: What? Pop quiz time! Now? That's what I was told. Oh no, brother! Oh, I thought I could skate on an episode without a... Po- <laughs> All right. I am one for seven. Oh, really? I'm guest guess pop quizzes. Can yeah, I Can I hit I you with... I beat Ginagrad. That's the
0: one I oh, well done. <laughs> All
1: right, let's hit it.
0: Can I hit you with some uh, movie pop quiz?
1: Hey, anything. Okay. Anything goes in this pop quiz. We're going to put a bed of music under this. It's going to make people dance.
0: Okay. Many actors have played the same role in three different movies twice. Like, for example, Harrison Ford was Han Solo, you know, in three different movies. He was uh, Indiana Jones in three different movies, ah, or three or more movies. Sylvester characters. Stallone, you know, was Rocky and Rambo. You know, many, many, many right, guys have right, done right, right. Many This has done, been done many times. Who was the first actor to do it three times? Same role in three different franchises. Three or more. So, for example, like yeah, Mike Myers. Mike yeah, Myers yeah, yeah. was Austin Powers. I got the premise. He was. Uh, he was not Shrek. He, but he was only two. He was only two. Uh, Wayne's Worlds, Wayne, Wayne. Campbell. So didn't quite. I make didn't the quite tape. get there. Who now was the first to he
1: got three world championships. And none at the Olympics. That's right. This is a tough one for me because I know it's either Bruce Willis or Donnie Most. I'm going with Bruce Willis.
0: It is not Bruce. Willis. Oh damn it! Oh. Would you like to know the answer? No, no, yes, okay. please. Well, I do want, want to just left the audience answer. tortured. Well, it's a bit it's a bit tricky because one of them is a voiceover it's role. It's an
1: interesting pop quiz where we don't actually give the answers.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to give the answer? Oh, if I didn't give no, the answer. No, no. I, I, w- I
1: want the answers. I'm just thinking right now, perhaps it's something we could do. What did the kids say? Outtakes for online. Oh, that's good. Go for it. Tell me.
0: Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving with Agent Smith in the Matrix movies. He was uh, the elf guy in the Lord of the Rings movies. He was, like the older elf guy. And he was the voice of Megatron in the Transformers films. Wow,
1: I just thought uh, that was a, a double loop move that allowed you to get throw rugs faster. Hugo I have Weaving. to look
0: into that. I don't Absolutely. know that. Hugo Weaving. Now, follow-up pop quiz.
1: Yeah, well, there's more. I, we got to have three, four, five of these, babies. So Follow
0: I'm 0 for, for 1. Follow-up.
1: All right. Am I 0 for 1 or 0 for 2?
0: Who is the first woman, female actress? I don't even know
1: how many questions you. <laughs> female actress, the first female
0: actress to play the same role three times, twice two different franchises.
1: First female actress. Now, I'll give to you play a hint. It's, uh,
0: it's uh, it was done a few a few decades ago. All right. It's not this is not like a, a, a very current modern actress, younger actress. Right, uh, and And right. there's definitely movies you've seen. There's definitely there's, there's not obscure.
1: All right. Oh man. It's either Dame Judy Dench or. Oh,
0: James man. Dame Judy Dench is not a bad idea, a bad guess because she was M in the Bond movies.
1: Oh, or, or uh, Sissy Spencer. I'll go with. Um, no, I'm going to go with uh, Lizzie McGuire, that girl.
0: No, it no. was Talia Shire who Talia was in the Godfather Shire? movies. Oh, that's right. It was Adrian, of course.
1: Adrian in the Godfather movies. But well, what else? To, oh, that's right. And then the uh, she was Adrian in the Rockies. And then she was uh, the, the crazy sister. Yep, she was well, uh, that's Connie, re- that's right? Was Connie to an Connie an and... Italian family? They just call them the, the sister. sister. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm
0: zero for two. Damn it! All right, let's get back to your sweet spot. We're gonna do some sports here. All right. What is the college with the most NFL draft picks of all time?
1: Oh, that's gonna be. Uh... Uh, college with the most NFL draft picks yes, of all time. college that has had the
0: most... i to go with Ohio State. Oh, in fact, it's the USC Trojans! Oh, boy. Stop it. Notre Dame second uh, with 495. USC first with 502. Okay, fine, but who has the most... Oh for 3. Fir- what college has the most first-round draft picks? Can you guess that?
1: Well, yeah, I'm going to go USC. That is USC! All right, one for four at least. 80, first-round draft pick. Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State second. That's what Wisconsin fan thinks. I didn't get skunked.
0: I'm one for four. Ohio State second was 77. Wow. Oh, can you guess, though, the college with the most pro football Hall of Famers, alumni who are pro football Hall of Famers? Can you guess that? Trick question. Can you guess that? USC. No, in fact, it's Notre <laughs> Dame. All right,
1: hang on. Oh, it is. Oh, son of a gun. Notre
0: Dame has 13, but... When, you, when 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 this year's Heisman or excuse me when this year's Hall of Fame finalist Tony Baselli and soon Troy Palomalo get in it'll be the USS Rogers. Wow.
1: You think I'm pissed about this? Imagine the good folks at BYU. They got to be just stewing.
0: Well, they got some Steve- the Catholics get everything. <laughs> they got Steve Young.
1: I'm a good. Uh, <laughs> I was born and raised a strict Catholic, which means I haven't been to church in 41 years. <laughs> Thank you for that pop quiz. Brian Bishop, and of course brought to you by Creme de Hay for a great tasting aperitif at half the price. Try Creme de Hay. Thanks to my guest, unbelievable Brian Bishop, and I got geeked out with him. Follow him on Twitter, at Bald Brian, and that's uh, Brian with a Y. Buy his book, Shrinkage, Manhood, Marriage, and the Tumor That Tried to Kill Me. Uh, not me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Us. Forget yeah, it. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and my buddy Jeff Cesario at Real Jeff Cesario. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. We're on Podcast One and Apple Podcast. If you want more of me this weekend, I'm in Palm Desert, California, calling the World Series of Assisted Living, Gin Rummy. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.